Okay, hello everybody. This is Jen Springer, Young Living Platinum, and I have been with the company since 2001. I can't believe how many Christmases I've been with Young Living and Thanksgivings, and we just, well, the holiday we just had, uh, Halloween. <laughs> so this has been a, quite an exciting journey, and I just remember when I first started, you know, I was in corporate America, I was in my 20s, I hated what I did. I, you know, I had my bachelor's degree in environmental science, and I was thinking I was going to conquer the world with that. And when I got into corporate America, there was a different reality there for me. And I knew that if I ever wanted to do what I wanted to, you know, what I wanted, wear what I wanted, have the hours I wanted, I would have to have my own job or my own business. And the job that I was in, I could not imagine being there until I was 65. It was just like it wasn't going to work. So I just asked the greater sources to be to, to send me something I would love to do and that I would love for years to come and be able to help people. And it was a few months later, I was invited to my veterinarian's office, or their, it was actually their home office, and I was introduced to Young Living. And I joined in 2001, and I started sharing the products in the fall of 2001. And by April of 2002, I was able to quit that corporate job and was able to pursue Young Living full-time since then. So been an exciting journey watching the company grow and watching the teams grow and people that we've known for years achieve the high ranks and see all the new people coming in and seeing those people achieve ranks. It's just really exciting because we have this amazing gift with Young Living of business, helping people with their finances, and of course, the products. I mean, I don't even need to go there. We all know how much we love these products. So, well, Let's just say we had an amazing October. I haven't been on the line for a few weeks, just a lot of stuff going on, and I had some guest speakers hosting for me. And we had an exciting October, just records broken, but it looks like that's going to be what's going to happen in November. So I'm assuming that's for all of you guys as well. Your teams are exploding. I see new ranks all the time posted on Facebook and all the congratulations that are happening. So that is where you're going right now. October, November, December, and even January is usually equivalent to December in growth. That This is your time. This is the golden time that you are going to reap all the seeds you have sown from the rest of the year. So we have two and a half weeks before holiday season is in full gear. And you'll hear me say this again and again. Have you booked your make and take events? Young Living just put on their blog two articles recently on how to do a make and take, how to set it up, and then one actually how to do it and give you some recipes. A great way to share Young Living and help people uh, with unique gifts. And, you know, people love that stuff. They love do-it-yourself. You know, there's a huge movement of do-it-yourself right now. So great way to share as a company the oils and also give that gift of do-it-yourself and bonding and having great, you know, fun with that. And also right now is a time for vendor fairs. The holiday season is a perfect time to feature what you do with Young Living, but don't wait. Those events go really fast, especially with other Young Living distributors, and you want to book them ASAP because it's getting a little late you know, to even get into those right now. So find your vendor vendors, look at your community calendar events, and get a table and get out there. So don't write off the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas because people say, oh, it's holiday time, it's too busy to get in the company, you know, people are celebrating. No, that's just bull honky. Get your stuff going right now. Reap all the seeds you've sown. A lot of approaches you can use right now with people, corporate uh, gifts that are unique, holiday gifts, you know, have those catalogs handy. 
You can also have the angle of gearing up for New Year's resolutions. Young Living has a lot to offer with that to support the body's, you know, the optimal weight and, you know, all that jazz and energy and whatever, new careers. And then, of course, just giving the gift of health this year is a great angle to take with Young Living as far as holidays or New Year's or things like that. So just go for it, okay? <laughs> all right, let's talk quickly about the specials. In October, we have 190 PV. I'm sorry, October, November. I'm just looking at my notes from last my thing here, and it actually says the wrong month. So November, we have 190 PV. We get a 5 mil of ginger and Christmas spirit. And there's nothing better in the diffuser than Christmas spirit. I'll tell you that right now. It is one of my favorites to diffuse in the car and in my house. So 250 PV will get you those oils plus 10% back on essential reward orders on top of your other percent. And then 300 PV, you get those, all those things plus thyromin, which is a great support to the endocrine system. So those are, especially going through holiday season, running your butt off, promoting your business, having make and takes and all that stuff, you're going to need some thyromin. <laughs> so tonight is our weekly Monday call, which lasts usually, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour, depending on who's on. We try to keep it short, sweet, never go beyond the top of the next hour. If you're new to this call and you want to hear previous recordings, go to OurSimpleTraining.com and you'll find underneath the Monday Night Calls tab, you'll see all of the recordings from previous calls. You'll also be able to put your email in there and get on the list of when we send out the emails of who's going to be on the guest. Plus, I put some other good stuff in there as well. So go ahead and do that. So let's check in. Is Jared or Greg on the phone? And we don't have anybody. And let me unmute the lines really quick to make sure this person, you know, they're on the other, on the, on the, uh, uh, the regular line. Hang on, guys. Jared or Greg, are you on the line with your mic? Okay, everybody. For those of you that just came on, Jared, I got an email this afternoon that Jared is closing out his house, and there was a possibility that he was going to be delayed. So in case he comes on, he can just butt in and join. But I, what I did is, if you were here earlier, maybe you came on late, go to uh, facebook.com slash Jen Springer page and you can ask questions and I will answer them for you right now of course if they are correct <laughs> the, no, 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 no. I've got a, actually a bunch of emails right here alright let's see what we got here oh okay cool Hold on a second. I got somebody that's got a really good idea. Crystal, do you have the moderator? I'm going to have somebody join on with me that actually knows how to do vendor vendors. And I saw her pictures on Facebook, and she is a rock star. So let me go ahead and there, see if she joins in. And chime in when you're on. This is what leaders do, everybody. We got to pull rabbits out of a hat. <laughs> well, let's see. 
Okay, she's joining us. <laughs> this, you always got to have a plan B, right? Okay, she's going to join us. She's going to talk about vendor benders because she just did one, Crystal Bowen Birchfield. She is a rock star. She has been on many of my calls, and I absolutely adore her. She's going to come on and share what she did last weekend with her vendor 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 fairs. So I love vendor fairs. I've been doing them for years. I started my business that way because I didn't know anybody. I had a uh, a list of probably four names on my 200 people list that we're supposed to make when you first join network marketing, and I had nobody on that list. So I had to go meet people. And the way that I did that was by going to vendor events. And so I was looking through my community calendar events. I would search on the internet. I went everywhere. I went all over the United States to find events to share Young Living. And I was able to grow my business very fast. And that's one of the reasons I was able to quit my corporate job within six months because my volume really within four months grew to $27,000 a month. And it was from doing those events, meeting people. And then from that point, I would say, hey, would you like me to come do a class for you and the people that you know, you know? And so that's how I grew and expanded my business like wildfire. So Crystal, are you on with us? I'm here. Oh, hello. Hello. So you, you, I see your video or your pictures from last weekend and the vendor event. So how did that go for you? Did you guys just crush it or what? I think we did. And here's why. We, it was the first time that Young Living has ever appeared at the Holiday Boutique in Kansas City. We had um, a really huge boost, and um, it was just really cool because we had several people who'd never heard about essential oils that stopped by. We had some people who had been talking to a friend or had heard about it or maybe gone to one class, and just by stopping by the booth, they got excited and invigorated, and we sent them straight back to the person that they've been working with to have them sign up with them. So there's no telling the growth that came from it that we don't even know about. Um, and then we were able to help those who had never heard about Young Living that wanted to sign up, get signed up. Um, and it was just really exciting just to be an ambassador for the company, and we had a Seed to Seal video playing on a big, huge flat-screen TV, so people walking past actually got to see the farms and Gary talking, and it gave us the opportunity to point out that that's what sets us apart, is truly the seed to sell process and us having our own farms around the world. You know, that's true, and I was talking to somebody the other yesterday about that exact thing, because as we know, you know, the, oh, the, the, what is it? being copied is the highest form of flattery, but sometimes mm-hmm. people like, you know, the only way that they can try to promote their companies is by cutting down what we do. But it's like, you know, you just nailed it because that's what, that's what we do that is so different than anybody else. You know, we exactly. have that, the farms, we have that seed to seal guarantee. And I, you know, I don't know why it took so long to really lead and brand with that. I'm not trying to cut that or say anything negative about corporate, but that is what we've had all along. And, you know, mm-hmm. I guess maybe it's because of the competition we have now. It's like, well, what sets us apart from all these different companies? I'm sure people ask you, how are these oils different than XYZ brand? You know, I'm sure they yes. ask that. Yes. Well, and, you know, the competitor was there, and that's okay. Um, I do not mudsling at all. I have always taught people, please do not do that. It's just, it's not worth it to go there. But when someone asks, 
what sets you apart, what's different, then you're able to tell them all the amazing things that Young Living has to offer. And you know what was neat was if I hadn't have been um, on the trip to Provence or hadn't have gone to the um, drive to wind trip in Hawaii, um, you know, I've, I've gone to the farm in um, Utah and in Idaho, I wouldn't have been able to really share firsthand knowledge about the farms. So when you get those opportunities, it's just such an amazing thing to be able to say, wow, you know, I was able to actually go and see this process and seed to seal really is real. Um, I got to actually see the farms and, and see the greenhouse, see the labs, and be a part of that. And I think that really reached out to people and touched them. And I had a lot of people that left the booth. I'm sure they went and, and perused um, the other booths, <laughs> you know, but then they came back and asked more questions and, and picked up literature to take home. So I really felt like it was very successful and that we got our name out there. And in this area, um, you know, it's really been um, harder for us just to get the Young Living name out there. So we had just had an event, um, a corporate event here about three and a half, four weeks ago. So it was good to have follow-up with a booth like that so that people could come through and say, oh, yeah, Young Living. And, um, and learn a little bit more. You know, when people always would ask me, how is how did that event go for you? Because, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, like I said, that, that was the main way I grew my business. And I would always say, you know what, ask me in a few years from now. Because, yeah. I, you know, sure, I've had yeah. events, not kidding you, I have had events where I've spent $7,000 for the booth, and I enrolled a few people, had stuff mm-hmm. stolen out of my booth and nobody ever ordered again. And then I've done $50 booths in the, in the basement in some, you know, hotel where only five people came through, but I enrolled two and people mm-hmm. ordered for, you know, 15 years. You know, it's just crazy. You don't know until far in the future if who's going to call you, who's going to order. You can't base the event even off of it. And I think people get discouraged and you can maybe add to this because of your experience last weekend People go, they do a vendor event. If they don't enroll a bunch of people, they get discouraged. And it's like, uh uh-uh, you have to work your leads. Did you do anything to capture leads and have follow-up? Yes, yes. So we did have uh, your prizes every day. And so we were able to, um, you know, get a whole bunch of leads. I'll be working through those. But, you know, the neatest thing about it is, is, we had so many people who had already been introduced to Young Living, and because they got excited through coming through the booth, they, I know, went back to the person that shared with them, and um, I guarantee you they signed up. And so growth for the whole company is, is worth it to me. I mean, it's just, it was such an opportunity to be an ambassador for Young Living. So I just want to encourage people out there who have done vendor booths before and feel like maybe it wasn't you know, as um, maybe it just it wasn't what they thought it was going to be or they did not sell as many kids or whatnot, don't get discouraged because you never know what a difference that makes for the company as a whole. You really never know how that's going to affect somebody else even. So, I mean, it could have maybe spurred on 20 people to sign up with the person that originally um, talked to them. And, and I had a small little part in that. So it, it's just a neat thing. When you sow seeds like that, you, um, you're you always going to win. And it's just, it's great for everybody as a whole. You know, that's true. And what I, I found, too, is that 
doing many of the local type of events is really critical too. So like you do that one and then you may do another one and then they find you in the spring and it's just like the people that go to those events go keep going to them and mm-hmm. you'll they'll they'll see you like three or four times and then they'll be like, Oh yeah, I remember seeing you, you know, last fall and I couldn't get to the booth but I want to get the oil. It happens all the time. All the time. Right. Right. So you can't and you I can't have give up. some people you know, some people wanted the convenience of buying a single oil or a bottle of ninja, and I did not set it up that way for a purpose. And this is something to think about. And I'm I'm sure that you've you've <laughs> you probably experienced this as well. But um, I decided um, when we when Beric actually signed us up to do this booth, and he pushed me into it because he knew he was pushing me out of my comfort zone. Um, <laughs> and so we we worked it together. Um, we took turns. But um, we ended up, you know, it was like we decided, no, we're not going to sell singles. We're not going to do that because what happens when a member comes in and they want the convenience of shopping a single oil? Well, they're not going to order it on their on their PV, with their PV. And so that takes away from them and from their upline. So we just encouraged everybody that came through. And I cannot tell you how many people asked, do you have a sure. Do you have a Valor? Do you have a Ninja Red? Do you have this or that? And I said, no, go order it on your account so you can get your points and your PV, and it helps your upline. And um, some of them were really refreshed by it. Some of them were a little ticked. That's okay. But for me, it was more about getting our name out there, about um, educating people about Seed to Seal, and um, and just helping them to see the difference between Young Living and in other companies. Yes, and I've had that same dilemma as well. And pretty much when we're doing events now, we do what you do. We just bring kits. And Mm -hmm. we have catalogs and we have everyday essential brochures and then our cards. And, you know, we keep the literature just a a few things because of, you know, you can give away a million dollars in brochure if you just target your favorite things, whether you're in the animals or children or whatever the the niche market that you're in. But um, that's, we do the same thing. And I used to carry the single and every now and then I will still will, but I really I don't encourage it at all. I think I just do it because I'm an oil hoarder, and that's why I bring it. <laughs> yeah, I want exactly. to have my stock. <laughs> I just want to have my stock. So did you do just oils, or did you feature any of the health support or the personal care? Oh, are you there? I didn't, didn't lose you, did I? Hello, Crystal. I think she may have fallen off the earth. <laughs> today, you'd think Mercury is in retrograde today. I don't know what is going on. This is so funny. You guys, if you ever host your own calls, this is what happens. <laughs> Snafu is coming out the kazoo tonight. Where did she go? Let me let me Facebook her. Where did you go? I usually don't have these technical issues. I guess that's by kicking the pants for not doing the call for a couple of weeks. <laughs> the universe is saying, get to work, lady. That's funny. So there she is. Okay, she's coming back. <laughs> she lives in the back 40 of Missouri. Some Something probably happened out there in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> there she is. Good, good. Okay, she'll be back in a second. You know, this is one of my favorite topics to talk about are these vendor events because 
it's a way of getting a lot of leads. You know, in network marketing, in order to grow your business, you need leads. And if you're not talking to new people 80% of the time that you are running your business, your business isn't going to grow. And 20% of the time, your business is what we call management mode. That's follow-ups. That is, uh, you know, creating newsletters and, you know, troubleshooting and drama, whatever you're doing, and Facebooking, unless you're Facebooking for new people. And that's the 80-20 rule. 80% of your time talking to new people, 20% of your time is all the other stuff. And getting out and doing those events is a way of talking, is doing your 80%. So, Crystal, you're back, right? I'm back. Sorry. That <laughs> is what happens when you live in the country. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that is, I figured something like that just happened. This is really funny. But, uh, yeah, we were talking. What were we? Oh, we were talking about what did you have? Did you have oils and personal care and health stuff, or what did you feature? Yeah. Well, I had the big screen with the seed to seal uh, videos looping. We set that up on, on the Mac on iMovie. And that way it just continually looped through. We had three different ones. Um, and then we also had a little station set up. I did a sense station. I got a really um, good idea from someone off of our True Grit Boot Camp. They took candle votives and put Epsom salt and then labeled the votives with the different everyday oils. And then they put, you know, five to seven drops of the oil in, down into the salt. And so people could smell the oils without having to pick up the bottle, take off the top, and smell it that way. Um, cool. That worked really handy because we had a, I set that out on the edge where we had people walking through continually. And so a lot of times people who wouldn't have stopped, they smelled the oil coming from the diffuser sitting right there, and they, they came over and they saw those, um, those votives there. I put it on a cupcake holder and a cupcake stand, and they would, you know, just start smelling. And then that would spur them on to ask questions. Um, so that was a really neat thing that we did. And then we also had uh, a little area with all the literature. We did give away a ton of flyers and brochures and some freebies. Um, on Sunday, the last day we were there, I gave away about 30 Ninja Red pouches mm. um, with our information, and people were really appreciative of that. I just used some um, paper sacks, and it was just enough space for a pouch and one of our trifold flyers, you know, down in there. So that was perfect. Um, and we had on Saturday, we had um, my sponsor and enroller came, and she brought her Zytoscam, and she set up shop for about six hours. So we um, had Zytoscans available for people to do there, and that really brought in a few extra people that maybe weren't, you know, totally into it, but they saw that and they were kind of intrigued um, by what, you know, what is that? <laughs> and um, and so that kind of brought in some people, just the, the curiosity for what, what is a Zyto. Um, so, yeah, we just did different little things, and we had a girls' night out on Friday night. Um, I gave away clothespins with the essential oil on the clothespin. So they could Ooh. stick that on their um, air vent in their car. And, um, Ooh, so you dropped I mean, a drop yeah. like on the on the part that clips in that we clip on. Mhm, mhm. Just clip that onto a business card or a flyer, and um, hand it out to people passing by. That got That's a awesome. lot of interest. You know, when you're trying to bring people in that are walking past the booth, 
a lot of times you've got to kind of have something in your hand. Um, and you don't want to be too salesy. So for me, I had um, orange oil was something that was really popular. I had orange, Christmas spirit, lemon, some of those um, that everyone's familiar with, thieves. And um, and I just used those on the clothespins and then passed those out to people as they were walking past. And that made them stop because they could smell it. And um, And they were really appreciative of me giving them something. That is a clever idea. I've never heard of that. Did you use the big ones or those little ones that you um... – I did two kinds. Um, okay. Right now at Target in the dollar section, there are some of the cutest little chalkboard clothespins that actually you can just take a chalkboard marker um, and write the name of the oil that you're going to put on there. So I did those until I ran out, and then I used just regular clothespins after that. That is cool. I love that because, like doing, like I said, doing these expos for so many years. I I'm not the creative type, and you know, hearing what you're saying with the votives, giving people like that sensory experience. They could go up in a non-threatening way and check out what's going on and sample some things, and then you can give them that so they can have that to go home with and or put it in their car or whatever. Those are clever new ideas, and I I think that's really like some gold that for anybody that does these types of events, ways to share and have it as an experience because Young Living is an experiential company. I mean, it's what, you know, it's the olfactory system, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, thinking about, it, you know, now, two or three days passes, and they're smelling that oil in the car, and they've got, you know, they've got your business car probably laying right there, Um Nine times out of ten, that person is going, hmm, this really still smells good. I like this smell. I sure. think I might look I might look her blog up or I might call her. I might email her. So that gives them something to hang on to a little bit longer, more than a piece of paper, more than something that's just going to get thrown in the trash. It's a little something, and it stays around, and it usually lasts for a few days. So and I know people are thinking this because I can hear it through the phone lines. <laughs> What? Because I, I could just tell that people are thinking this question. What stip, you know, what requirements did you have to give stuff away? Like, what did you know? What did people have to do to get the packet of you know Ninja Red versus something bigger that you gave? You know, was it a drawing? Was it what? How did you do that? Because I know people are asking that question in their head. You know, it's funny. I totally just it was a fly by the seat of the pants thing on the Ninja Red pouches. Um, on on Sunday morning, I just felt in my spirit, give and it will come back to you. I just heard it, I felt it, and I grabbed an extra Ninja Red box of you know the pouches, and I just determined, okay, I'm going to do it then. And so I made them up and handed them out, and I did not require anything from anybody, and they were so appreciative. Yeah, um, I don't I don't know where that's going to lead to, but it was one of those whims that I just knew deep down I needed to do it, and I felt so good about it. It was it was like Christmas, you know, when you give something to somebody, that feeling that you get. I felt so good when I did that, <laughs> and yeah, and I think that is key when you're doing things like this. You know, it's hard because you you're thinking in your and this was day four. And um, as far as kit souls go and everything, I think we had like eight. You know, it wasn't like huge. But for me, it was more, it was like, wow, we are getting our name out there. We are representing Young Living. 
And um, there were people that stopped by and said, thank you for being here. We saw the competitors booth, and we're so glad you're here representing Young Living. We, you know, we, we were able to be kind of a beacon there. And I feel like it was so worth it in that regard. And, again, we never know how far this is going to go. But um, when you're out there and you're at these craft fairs and these vendor booths, if you don't sell a single thing, if you don't sign up a single person, you know, if you just are able to stop and, and look somebody in the eyes and talk to them about Young Living, um, I was able to pray with a lady who had cancer and I just, you know, just stopped and, and just said a quick little prayer for her and she hugged me. You know, there were just different little opportunities that I had that I wouldn't have had if I sat home. And um, and it was eight more sign-ups that I would have not had, too, because they were right. totally new people. They were totally new to Young Living. And um, so, yeah, I feel like it was definitely, definitely worth it. And I feel like as far as giving out, you can't really measure it. You have to go, okay, you know what, I'm going to give, and I know I might not see the full fruition of it, right here and right now but I know the seeds that I'm planting are going to take fruition at some point and germinate yes absolutely and you know I was just thinking while you were talking about that when Monty and I first started growing the Fargo um, legs his leg in Fargo we I'm trying to think we blitzed it for probably a year before his leg even got rolling and I'm not trying to discourage mm. anybody here on the phone, but <laughs> we sowed seeds and we sowed seeds. We had other enrollments going, but as far as, you know, his legs had started, but as far as the vendor event, you know, it takes perseverance. And that's why, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, that's why some people rise to the top and other people don't. I, I believe that this business is very simple, but I also believe that it takes the repetitive um, actions of consistency yes. over and over and not saying, oh, I did that, you know, I did that event and I only signed up one person and that person never ordered again and told me to go scratch when I followed up with them. So forget it didn't work, you know. <laughs> right, so. right. Well, and you know what, Jen, I'll be honest with you. On Saturday night, I was exhausted and I sure. knew that I had a whole day ahead of me the next day. And I was I was feeling it. I really was. I was like, Lord, you know, I know you wanted us to do this. So what, you know, what's the deal? And um, and I really, and like I said, I woke up with a new vigor on Sunday, and it was like, give, and it will come back to you. And then I went in with a good attitude, and I really do feel like as a whole, and I was talking to um, to Michael at Young Living today about this, I feel like as a whole, the mission was accomplished and amazing things are going to happen in our city. I am looking forward to seeing um, so much more growth here for Young Living. And, you know, for me, um, you know, I've, I've, ex- I've experienced um, what it feels like to have amazing growth um, and, have, and have some amazing leaders in, in my downline. I've had a harder time with my last um, two legs, you know, and, and that's, that's been very humbling and very good for me. And so here I am, you know, I'm working to crown now and um, I'm trying to do it in, in God's timing, but I literally, I'm talking about this, this event was for me a way to um, be a part of my community, to kind of get the word out and to be an ambassador for our company. And I feel like that was accomplished. Yes. And that is, um, Probably the best way, I think the best way I've ever heard it said, 
because we often, we as in the cumulative, we, you know, that we get out there, we're so mm-hmm. eager to grow our business and we're striving to grow our business. But, you know, when we're looking out for the, I guess you say the highest interest other than ourselves, I believe that it really compounds the growth of the of your business not because it's funny because it's not the direct approach in your mind that you would logically say you know but Mm -hmm. I I think that's the truth you know when you're coming from it's a different space it's not a space of scarcity I need to enroll five more people so that I can you know get this bonus or whatever it is I'm you know I'm going to get in the leaderboard for the cruise you know but it's it's that other viewpoint and and that I think grows um grows your team even bigger, you know, because I, I know you're very similar to me and I, I never push anybody to enroll in my business. And yeah. it's like you, when you come from that, like you said, that space of um, really looking out for that person and mm-hmm. genuinely sharing what we offer and, and helping people and for the greater good. And if they enroll with you, great. If they go, like you said, back to their original person who introduced them even better, you know, it's like not that not taking away from you, but you know what I mean, like that that they actually. That's you know, important. Push. Yeah, yes. it is. And you know why? It's it's like um, do as un, doing others as you would have them do unto you. And so that is my whole premise for that. I know that those ladies were super excited because they saw our booth and they saw the the video and they felt ready to do it right then. And had I have had like the premium development kits, I would have had to talk them out of, you know, buying the kit that day and going with their friend. So for right. me, not having those those development kits, I was like, no, you go go back to your friend, <laughs> please. Um, and and they, you know what? I had two different people say that is so refreshing. I had one lady say, "Wow, that just sold me on on this company right there mm, because you, you awesome. had me. You you told me to go back to my friend." Um, and she said, "What is your name again? I'm going to tell my friend about you." So <laughs> I, when when we're representing our company, it is so important that we do it with the utmost integrity. And I know we're all going to make slips from time to time. Nobody's perfect, but it is so important to do your very, very best to make sure that you um, you have integrity in, in all these situations. And I feel like you, you're given a test, you know, in different days on whether you're going to have that integrity or not. And it's so important to pass those tests. So when they come my way, I'm like, okay, I see the test. I want to pass it, you know. <laughs> and um, And I've had some moments, you know, I have. And I've even had times where I've had complete rock stars sign up under me and then that same month um, we find out like this happened to me a few months ago a friend of of mine that I've been talking to for a little while about the oils she signed up but um, I didn't know that her sister had signed up under someone else and when I found that out I had her move directly under her sister and she is just blowing it out I mean she is just doing so well and I'm still mentoring her and helping her she is in my downline, but she's like 10 levels down or something somewhere oh, else, wow. you know, on a totally different leg, not, you know, that's like but my leg, second leg or something. And But it's so awesome because, you know what, she's helping somebody that um, is over there that really needs it. And it just makes me so happy to see that team growing and um, and to know that she's where she's going to flourish. She's where she's helping her family. And it's just amazing. So, um, there's times like that where it makes it more worth it, if it makes sense. Um, and so the race um, all the way to the top for me is really um, 
is not the the be all end all. It's more about solidifying. It's more about making sure everybody's where they need to be, and all that. So um, we'll make it, but we're going to do it the right way, and it's it's going to get done. And these vendor booth opportunities, I had um this is my first one to do like this. I had never um, done it before. We have four kids. We live out in a rural area. It's not easy for me to get to things like this, but I will do it again. And I think it's it's good for us to do it. And it helps you to develop that spur of the moment when somebody asks you, what makes you different? Or tell me your story. You, after four days, you better have it down, you know? And so <laughs> that has really helped me to get my quote unquote elevator story, sure. um, you know, down, down pat. So to this, now we'll go back to like, technical questions versus our, mm-hmm. our, you know, our leadership mentorship that we always do when we do these calls. So what would be like a couple things that you learned that you would definitely say everybody's got to do and then a couple things that you did that you were like, man, we're not doing that again. So what, right. what did yeah, you yeah. yeah. okay. share that? In hindsight, I would have started giving out things from the very get-go. So, um, you know, I had that moment of wow I need to give 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 back I need to give out um, on Sunday so I would have started that way earlier so say on Friday especially the girls went out I would have um, had maybe some ninja red samples sitting out in the little tiny tiny cups for the ladies walking past uh, with the ninja red flyers Asked them, have you ever tried Ninja? And just really would have honed in more on that. So that's a hindsight situation for me that I would have done something differently. Um, and the other thing is don't be afraid when you, you know, set yourself kind of a budget, but don't be afraid to give more. So when you when you fill out and you pay for those vendor booths and they are expensive, you kind of have that mindset of, wow, that was a lot. And that's it. But don't be afraid to spend the money on the flyers, the information that they're actually taking home with them, and then the giveaways, because that's the part that comes in that actually brings them back into you and, and has them, you know, get back with you later on. Absolutely. And um, what on um, the aspect, if you were to mentor your, your new people, and, or anybody actually, and they say, I'm going to do a vendor event, Crystal, what would you say? Besides those learnings, like you said, okay, supplies, what what do you need for sure and what could you leave at home? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I took a ton of books, and to be honest, we only sold maybe three. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are just, that's not what they're looking for at these at these events. So uh, I was kind of shocked about that, but that's okay. It was just a whole lot to haul back and forth, and they're pretty heavy. Um, and then the other thing that I think I probably would have done different is the Zyto scans. I only had that scheduled for one day. I would probably bring that in and do that the whole entire time because I really do feel like uh, the Zyto scans are something that strike curiosity in people that are walking past. And so if you have something like that and you've already got some people that are scheduled with scheduled appointments to taper them throughout that event, so people actually see them sitting there, they'll walk past and ask, what is she doing? And can I do that too? And so things that will draw them into your booth. We had a booth that was open. 
So in, instead of my, my tables sitting there and me standing behind my tables, I had my tables set up in a fashion where they could walk into the booth and they could walk around. And so I think that's really important in being able to get people in and then mm, yes. have everything set up to where they don't feel closed off by a table and you're not standing with a table in between you and them. Um, and then having somebody with a Zytoscan there, not yourself, because you want to be available to the people asking questions, but having someone there doing the Zytoscans and then having, you know, just taper the people who you know are going to come in and get their Zytos done, taper them at different intervals during that booth setting so that people walking past see it going on, have a sign up that says Zytoscans, you know, $10 special today only, or something that will help them to see, wow, okay, that's something I want to do. And I did not have a sign up, and in hindsight, I would have had a sign that said, you know, Zytoscans, and, and I probably would have done it the entire time. Did you or your the person who came? Did they charge for it, or did they have a special show rate for the Zyto? Yes, or they how did, did ten dollars, ten dollars, okay. which is a really good deal on Zyto scans in our area. Most people start at fifteen and go up to twenty five with the Zyto scans. Okay, cool. Because those two, it's another way of following up because you can mm -hmm. send the email, the report via email. If the event is, you know, if you don't have Wi-Fi there, you can send it right away. But that's another great way to follow through and discuss that scan and get people going. I, Zyto, I mean, I've mm -hmm. seen teams just blow up because of the Zyto. I mean, I'm sure you have too. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, I think that, you know, having things available to them to take home with them is going to set you apart. And, and more than just a piece of paper, like I said, the clothespins would be really good. Some people use um, cotton balls. Um, some people make up, you know, little bags with, with you know, a sample of something and, and a cotton ball and, and their flyer. But something more than just a piece of paper that's going to end up on the floorboard of their car. You yep. want it to be something that they take home that I know those bags with the Ninja Red pouches. I know those Ninja Red pouches got drank. And I guarantee you that I'll have at least one or two of those people call me or email me and some, you know, get with me in some way. Um, so I do feel like giving out things is, is really important. You know, I agree with that. And we have our bottles open when we do the events and we create like a, a list for drawings or follow-up or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. And, we, with when it comes to literature, we have some, because you know the people that walk by and they're like, do you have anything, you know, to read? And I get those um, cards from Abundant Health. They're like 25 cards for $3 or something like that. They're laminated. They're essential oil user pocket mm -hmm. card or something like that. I don't remember what the number is, like YL002 or something. And I just give those out because it actually gives ailments and kind of oils that may help with that. And I put my sticker. That's the biggest mistake I see people do. And I'm, you probably, like, I know you can chime in this. People will do events, and they will not put their contact information on their flyers and their right. samples. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. You have to have your information on every single thing that you pass out, even yeah. if you've got it on some things, because, they may lose that other piece of paper and then they're stuck with the one piece that they kept and they have no way of getting in touch with you, which would be really sad. 
So, yeah, definitely have your information on every single thing that you pass out. That's for, you know, for sure. And even if you gave out the pouches, I didn't do this, but labeling them would be a great idea. Yes. Yeah, because people drink it and they'll go, ooh, where do I get this Mm -hmm. again? And they'll look and, you know, if your sticker is on it, you know, those little labels that you just run through the computer are just fantastic. Mm -hmm. And um, I know that that's a huge thing because I've seen people mess it up. And one thing that we do is we have a bin that we have especially designated for doing expos and classes. It's always ready to go. It has the clipboards. It has enrollment forms. It has Mm -hmm. pens. It has scissors. It has tape. It has all extension cords. It has everything in there so that I just grab it or Monty will just grab it before we go so that we don't forget anything. Because every time you do an event, you remember that you need to, like, add these things to that bin. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and another thing is, is if you're, if you have a table and you have a lot of different flyers sitting out, um, a way to make it easier to refresh those as you're going, because, you know, there were 12,000 people that got tickets to this particular event. So lots of people coming through. Um, I had a, um, a little bin that had a file section in it and, um, and I just labeled each file folder and put the um, different flyers. M- most of mine were card, you know, the card stock that were that was like the glossy card stock, and um, I just put them down inside one, you know, one top inside each file, and that way I could quickly open that up and grab out what I needed and refresh it. So, um, you know, anything that you can do like that. And the neat thing is, is that's ready to go for the next time, like you said. Yes. So um, the next time that I go somewhere, all I have to do is, is grab that hanging file bin, and I'll have it ready. Yes. You know, it's a learning process doing these events, but I tell you, they are so much fun. And you mentioned it, too. They are exhausting. So make sure <laughs> if you're doing a big event, you know, get your team involved, you know, have rotations, make sure you pack. That is such a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I I talked to Michael about that today and I told him, you know, this came, this dropped in our lap at the last minute. Um, Varick actually did the whole shebang for me. I mean, he signed me up, he got me ready. He said, okay, you're going to do this and this day. And I mean, I'm talking like it was less than two weeks that we had to prepare. So for me, um, I only had maybe two or three helpers come in, but in the future and next year, we um, we want to set it up to where we have shifts, and so we're going to have a Google Doc form, and everybody can sign up for shifts. We'll do it in two to three hour increments because that's about the time that keeps you, you know, everybody's fresh for a few hours at least. Um, and that way, there's always somebody that's excited and fresh and cheerful that can be there, and then anyone that comes in. Um, that they talk to, if they sign that person up, that's their person. So next year, that's what we're doing, and we're really excited about that. So that's going to be something that keeps us, um, you know, keeps us fresh, and, and we don't have to be there for 60 hours. <laughs> it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of work, but it was it was worth it. So yes, and you know, I mean, it's it's a learning thing, and you can't believe how tired you do get. You know, like. Some of the things, I think one of the best things that we do is we will cook the few days before if we're doing a really big event, and we'll have mm-hmm. all of our you know meals and snacks planned if we're doing a few days long event so that we don't eat like crap 
because I'll tell you, one of the biggest things that I think have affected my body when I did the, a lot of exposing my adrenals and my blood sugar was not mm-hmm. eating enough and not drinking enough. How about not eating at all, Jen? Yeah, <laughs> it was a I fasting know. experience for me. <laughs> yes. So uh, I, I basically had ninja and, uh, and nitro uh, no, and no. Then, uh, <laughs> dinner every night, you know. But um, Beric did the same thing. It was so funny. We were talking about that this afternoon, and, and we were just talking about how, wow, we made it through that, and we did okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's such a great idea to go ahead and pre-make all those and make sure that you have your snacks available, um, you know, ahead of time and with you at the, at the shows and things that keep up your blood sugar and things like that. That's a great idea. Yes, very, 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 very big. And then um, there was something else really huge I was going to talk about. Oh, the way that we work sharing the booth with our team, um, this is something that I've just done over the years. If people are going to come in the first time, this is their first event, they're shadowing, I don't charge them anything or part of the booth or anything like that. And then no. you know, when yeah yeah you, they, we just we just don't you know they're learning mm-hmm. and you know we'll often let them enroll a few people but when we do some of the bigger events everybody will almost like co-op in on the booth and share mm-hmm. like if there's four people working the booth we'll split the booth you know and then people we make sure everybody gets the lead circulated and that everybody's balanced and fair and nobody steals anybody's people and it's mm-hmm. all good and happy and if people want to do the event. Um, We'll often offer uh, this way, if people want to be enrolling, you know, they're there to enroll, they can either pay or if I've outlaid the money, I will say you can either pay for the booth, X, Y, Z, divided by four, you know, it's, you know, 100 bucks, or if you enroll anybody, I'll take the first couple enroller points to until it makes $100 or something like that, just to right, cover the cost right. of the event. So these are just some logistical things that I've done over the years. And most of the time, you know, with new people, they'll shadow and then they'll go off and do their own booths anyways. And it's all good and happy and they're off doing their own vendor fairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Been, yeah, we had we had someone that was new and they came in and, and um, worked. And, and it's just a, it's a really good experience. It's good for them also because – you're you're just learning how do I make 20 seconds with somebody count <laughs> because that first 10 or 15 seconds of them walking past your booth and the things that come out of your mouth during that time are kind of make it or break it for that person. So um, it's really good experience and I found it good experience for me and it was totally out of my comfort zone. I do really, really well with people um, once I have established a little bit of rapport time with them and talking to them but that first few seconds it's nerve-wracking for me because I don't want to come across salesy and I'm not that kind of person and I don't want to come across that way with them so it's how do I make these first 10 to 15 seconds count everything that comes out of my mouth the way that my body language is everything Um, and then just finding myself you know from time to time I realized I wasn't smiling, you know, and you have to smile. There were just different things that I learned a lot about and about myself, um, and it was really a good learning experience for me. Well, when you, I'm sure you circulated around to your neighbors, and when you walk by somebody. Oh, yes. <laughs> and and they're, frown, they're, they're, they're frowning, they're sitting down, their arms are crossed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're reading something. 
and you walk by their booth and you're like, dude, are you here to read? Are you here to like promote your business? You know? Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know what else is really neat? And this is something that I had I observed. A lot of our, our neighbors, we were all getting to know each other. So when things would kind of die down before and after the show and we were putting things away, we would be talking to each other and establishing a relationship with each other. And so we all swapped information, and um, the lady across from me was so kind. She actually took pictures of me and different people in the booth during the show, and she asked me for my number, texted those over to me. Just establishing rapport with your neighbors and the other vendor booths, because you never know. Those are people who may be looking for the oils as well. So um, it's really important to remember that you can reach out to the people who are coming to the show, but don't forget to reach out to the people who have booths. And you may even make up, in hindsight, I wish I had made up a little flyer just for the vendor booths, and I would have gone through that very last day and set it down on each one of their tables. Visit booth 1310, Young Living Booth, uh, for a you know special gift. And just, you know, something like that to reach out to the other vendors. Yes, I will tell you, I think some of the highest quality people and business partners that we've ever enrolled were always the other um, the other vendors because what I would mm-hmm. do is I'd have, you know, when there's always lulls, right? You know, you'd be like, right. you know, when the vendor fair opens and, you know, there's a couple of lag time and then there's a rush and then there's lag time. And that lag time, whoever I was with, we would be like, all right, so do you want to go work, you know, and talk to the mm-hmm. vendors, other vendors, or do you want to stick in the booth, you know, and, and we off, that's how Monty and I split too. It's like, all right, you want to go circulate or do you want me to stay? What do you want to do? You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So I learned about that because I watched the other vendors walking around and talking and things. And so it, it was, it was something neat for me just to observe and, and to, to remind myself, okay, next time I do this, I need to be prepared um, for that. And then another thing is location. So if you have a choice in where your booth is, make sure you're on a corner booth. Make sure that you have a booth that, like I said, somebody can walk into if you if you if you have that availability. And then also don't be a, across from the cinnamon almond nuts because oh that's yeah. Where <laughs> Nobody could smell the thieves that I was diffusing. You know, it's like we were constantly competing with the the nuts, you know. And um, I think they liked it because, you know, one of of the other of us were always having some kind of cinnamon smell going, right? (laughs) Um, But when they would make them, it would just get really, really uh, scented in the air, you know, full of cinnamon and um, and then when I was diffusing, people would say, what is that smell? But no matter what, people walked past and they were, you could just hear them, wow, what's that smell? What's that smell? But if I hadn't have had the, the cinnamon nuts across from me, I know they would have recognized and said, wow, what is that smell? And what is that diffuser thing? You know, and that would have been even better. So, so yeah, just make I, sure that you're not next to Cincy or, you know, the nuts person or whatnot. You want to be kind of in a place where your diffuser, whatever you're diffusing into the air, is definitely recognizable. Good point. <laughs> wow. Well, we just <laughs> we just burned up our hour, and we never got Jared or the other gentleman that would have possibly been on here. I, he must have got stuck in his closing. 
for those that joined and are like, what are these gals doing? We were here for Jared Turner. Well, Jared was closing at his house today, and I got that message this afternoon, and he might not make it, or he may make it, and we had another backup, but that person didn't show up. So Crystal was like, hi, you did a vendor booth, and that's why Crystal's sharing about the vendor booth. So some of you are going, Anything what? for what? you, Jen. I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad like, that I was able to talk to you. Well, yeah, this was fantastic. So I, I, again, like I told people earlier, get find your local vendor booth and do it now. There's a ton of them going on for the holiday season. They're usually very inexpensive this time of year. You can find some for $25 up to $1,000. You know, it's all over the board. Mm-hmm. So get out there and do them. And, Crystal, is there anything that you have that you want to finish up with before we adjourn? Well, you know, I, I do want to say one last little thing. Um, I'm a prayerful person, and I started this whole process out with this vendor booth, praying over it. And so if you are into that, I definitely think that is the way to go. Um, and I do think that is why that last day I had that little, that moment of, you know, grab that extra. <laughs> I had a box of um, Ninja Red pouches here, and I grabbed them when I was going out the door. And, again, I can't wait to see what comes from that. I think something really good is going to come from that. So don't be afraid to listen to those gut instincts that you have. And and, um, anything that you feel deep down inside that you need to do, do it, because you never know what that's going to lead to. That is the truth. So awesome, girl. Well, let me open the line so everybody can say goodnight to you. And uh, thanks so much for jumping on with me. Hang on. Thank you, Crystal. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Crystal. I might get my boots again. Good night. Thank you. Thanks. Nice